Hello and welcome to another week of Somewhat Sports. My name is John Dennis and uh, you can catch me overnights at 97.5 WPCV. Joining me for the first time in, uh, in a long time, it seems like, Bubby Johnson. Who? I, I don't know. The name sounds so unfamiliar <laughs> to me. It feels foreign coming out of my mouth. It's it's good to see you, man. It's, it's been a little while. It's good to be back, man. Guess who's back? back yeah, right. Back, back, <laughs> again. Uh, unfortunately, we are missing uh, our co-host. It seems like it's either like just two or one of us in the studio at a time. I, I can't remember when the last time we had a full house Listen, uh, with the whole band together. Let me just be honest. Me and John are beefing. Me and John was a beefing. Is that what it is? Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, Martin season five, the last season? I haven't. I think it was five or six. Yeah, when uh, him and Gina actually had uh, a restraining order against each other. Gina mm. had a restraining order against Martin. Had to finish the entire season. They couldn't be on scene together. Wow. Yeah. That. So that's why you'll never see them in any of the season together. So that's how me and John are right now. That's interesting. I won't record that's, if he's here. That's uh, that's kind of sad. No, I'm joking. I missed it. <laughs> I, like, I, didn't, I didn't know this. <laughs> anyway. The Martin is true, though. I, I did not know that. That's, yeah. that's actually really interesting. That is real. I'll have to go back and, uh, and watch that. So, uh, I'm excited. Not because John isn't here. <laughs> I'm excited because uh, it's almost football season. Yes, thank you. Training camp has officially started. We're a few uh, few days, like we go, like what, a week and a half into training camp uh, officially opening. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the time this airs, we'll be one day away from the Hall of Fame game. Is that correct? Yes, Hall of Fame game is Thursday. We're recording this Tuesday, though, here at Wednesday, right. if they listen on time. Denver's taking on who again? I believe it's Denver versus the Falcons, because I want to see yeah. I want to see them dirty boys. Yeah. Dirty birds, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> the what? <A> man. <laughs> Tell them a little rusty. <laughs> the dirty boys. The dirty boys. <laughs> the dirty birds versus the Broncos. Right, right. Thursday, August 1st yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, as i mean people tweet this stuff i feel like every year once football starts but uh this last weekend was the last weekend that we don't have football until super bowl is over so that's nice yeah Yeah, until february just non-stop football action which i can dig um, that's that is my point. We've been talking. It seems like a lot of basketball <laughs> the last few weeks. I can't. It seems so long that we that we've been able to to discuss football because I think the first episode of the podcast, what we talked like AFC like divisional round and NFC divisional round, and that was like the first week. That was you know just kind of full circle because it was just you and I at that point before John joined the podcast. Wow, twenty six episodes again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah, I know it's crazy. So. um I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk football. Yes. And uh, hopefully John will be back in the studio soon, but I think he's uh, a couple of weeks away from from joining us. So if you're here for uh, John Williams, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Uh, you just got us. But I mean, I think we're kind of entertaining. Uh, I mean, we try. Yeah. I mean, I'm we no just John lost Williams. like 100 listeners right there Easy. once you said John's not Easy. there. Easy. 100 listeners. But you know, we'll we'll make do of what we have. <laughs> so we got the, we got the Bubby stands and the John Dennis stands and the... Uh, in the listenership today, which is nice. We'll take it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, let's go right into some football, of course. And I'm excited, okay? Not for the Dolphins because they're going to be terrible. But the first step is uh, yeah, is recognizing. That's <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I I mean, do you, do you think people are interested in that, in that quarterback battle between Josh Rosen and Ryan Fitzpatrick? The only reason I'm interested in it is because I think it's probably the most competitive quarterback battle 
if you really think about it, I think for the most part, most people have earned out their spots. I'm interested mm-hmm. to see Jones and Eli Manning. I mean, right. someone's got to turn the keys over sooner or later, right? Um, but I but think, it's but it's Eli's you know team until Daniel Jones proves he can take you know, or if Eli just falls off of a yeah. cliff this season more so than he already has the last couple of seasons. I'm not gonna. Say he's, he's off the cliff. All right. right. <laughs> but it's, I guess if if Eli sinks into the sea, I guess is now the yes. Um, but it's it's technically still Eli's job until Daniel Jones takes it over. Exactly. Right? Like here are two new quarterbacks. Right. Both of them are new. Right, no one's about a tenure on the team. Exactly, much. we don't owe anyone anything. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of any other team. I mean, uh, there might be one that comes to me later. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm looking show. quarterback battle. I think, I mean, Cardinals got their guy. Yeah, they drafted Murray the guy starting. first overall, so he's yeah, going to be a starter. You would hope so, right? Um, Dwayne Haskins is starting for. You know what? I think he's going. I think he is starting, but there there are talks in Washington that it's that there is somewhat of a battle at least, or that right. um, you know that it's not like clear-cut his mm-hmm. but to your point i still expect haskins to start i think everyone expects haskins to start well I think yeah because the future has to start and he, I, I i just don't think who, who, who's our quarterback now case keenum yes keenum case keenum is not the future of the franchise i'm sorry. i hope not no because case keenum did okay when he was playing for the vikings but I think that had a lot more to do with the fact that that receiver core was tremendous with adam Thielen. And Stephon Diggs, plus you got Kyle Rudolph. And I think that was what Dalvin Cook's first year was uh Case Keenum's last year there. I'm pretty sure. At I want to say he's only there for a couple of games, obviously. But that that team as a whole played uh really well with Case Keenum at the helm, obviously. But I don't think that I think that was in spite of the fact that Case Keenum was starting and not because of the fact that Case Keenum was starting. Yeah. Personally. I, I mean, let's be honest, we we everybody wants Haskins. You know, there's there's a reason why why the Redskins were so excited once we seen what the Giants did. Thank you. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I really think that the only true quarterback battle, or at least the most competitive quarterback battle, will be what your Dolphins are down there cooking up. Yeah, and everything that, I don't know, everything that I've read said that Ryan Fitzpatrick is beating out Josh Rosen, which isn't good <laughs> necessarily. <laughs> Um, because obviously, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, we, we know what he is, right? We know that he's not going to be the future of this franchise, you know, but he does have some talent. He does. You know, a lot of people, I mean, everyone knows the, 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 the meme of, you know, Fitz magic, Fitz tragic, you know, he could be one, you know, Jekyll or Hyde, you yes. know, at, in any given game, you really don't know what you're going to get. Even from half to half, you really don't know quarter to quarter drive to drive. You don't know what you're going to get <laughs> with Ryan Fitzpatrick sometimes. Uh, but he, I mean, he has played really well in some spots, and he's a you know a fourteen year veteran of the league. Has been in like on a hundred different teams. It seems like you know he's a smart guy, Harvard grad. Obviously, I think people mention Harvard you know grad in the same breath as Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think every time his name is brought up, but you know you got to say it when you got to say it. But the, the pedigree you know speaks for itself. You know he's got you know he's a smart guy. He could pick up the system really you know really easily because he's been in so many different systems. So you know coming into this season, you know, you think that he's going to have the leg up in that quarterback competition. Now, whether or not Josh Rosen can close that gap, you got to remember he's he's basically had four offensive coordinators now in like the last three years or two years or something like yeah, that. That's I don't, tough. <laughs> you know, it's a lot to learn. But maybe that's going to help prepare him to learn playbooks a little bit faster as well. True. You know, being under that system. Um, 
I want to wish you the best of luck. I don't Thank really you. know what's going. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. But I, I'm still holding. I hope even if he isn't winning the quarterback battle just yet, because I don't. I don't need him to start week one. It'd be nice if he played well enough to start week one. Yeah. You know, and who knows? Maybe once he gets into the game, you know, and finally gets a chance to put it on the field against teams that are, you know, not the defense. Yeah. Then, you know. And two things, really quickly. One, I FaceTimed Fitzpatrick. Did you? Facts only. Uh, a buddy of mine, it was his birthday, and his coworker, his coworker's kids play with Fitzpatrick's kids for soccer. Oh, really? When he was here with the Bucks. Nice. So on his birthday, she, his coworker, got Fitzpatrick to Facetime him, and we were all there. Nice. And we were we we got to Facetime Fitzpatrick. He's a, he's a wonderful guy. He seems like a really yeah, nice guy. He's he, super nice guy. Yeah. And my buddy's a little Spanish. Okay. He's Spanish, so Fitzpatrick was talking to him in Spanish really? too. Yeah, like I was impressed. He's a nice he's guy. Fit right into Miami, then. He's gonna be good. <laughs> so that's one thing. Okay. And then the second thing is, I think it's I think it's hilarious when you like when you see the highlights from camp and things like that, right. and like the defense gets an interception mm-hmm. because it's just funny to me. Like, was the quarterback bad or is our defense good? Right. Should I be worried? Should mm-hmm. I be excited? Like, I don't exactly. I don't really know how to feel. No, you when don't you, until you they put it, it on the field. Exactly, That's really what it is. it's like uh, our defense is really good or our quarterback just sucks. I right. don't know which it one. It could be. It could be both. I just want to get those two things off. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I if you're the Dolphins, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you're 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 Coach Brian Flores, right? If you want to get a good grasp of how good Josh Rosen is, to know if you need to go into this upcoming draft and draft the quarterback, which is supposed to be a really good quarterback class. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got Tua, it's got, you know, a couple others. I'm not going to go through, I think uh, Fromm is in this class also. There's a couple of, of names that a lot of people say if they were to evaluate them side by side with Kyler Murray, if Kyler Murray had waited until this year to go into the draft, you know, Kyler Murray would be like maybe like fourth or fifth quarterback taken off the board as opposed to the first overall. Do you believe that? I mean, when it comes to like the measurables, these guys have a leg up. Not all, not all of them. Tua, I think, is... How, how tall is Tua? Tua can't be that tall. I don't remember him being super-duper tall. I want to say he might be like six foot. So he's not like, you know, that a six foot three, six foot four Oh, he's six foot? I want to say... Oh, so he's like eight inches taller than Kyler Murray? About. <laughs> yeah, all right. Come on. Put some respect on Kyler Murray. Um, but yeah, hold on. Let me, let me do some quick research here. Because I, I don't think that Tua is that much taller than Kyler Murray. He's six foot one. Okay, so he's not, you know, he's not a shorty. Um, so these guys, they all have a little bit more on the measurables, right? Mm-hmm. And some of these guys are coming from pretty successful programs. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> I haven't had the opportunity to evaluate the film side by side by side yeah. on all of them. You know, so I'm going to take what the experts say, you know, all the guys who are paid to do Smart the scouting and stuff like that. When, I got they, you. when they say that, you know, Kyler Murray might not have gone first overall if he had been in this upcoming quarterback class. But if you're the Dolphins, like you have to see what Josh Rosen is going to bring you. And I, I don't know. Do you think that half a season is going to be enough to do that? If you know, because I think what our, our bye week is week five. Right. The Dolphins bye week is week five. OK. So a lot of people are saying because like, the first four games of the of the season for the Dolphins are are very tough. Like, are are very tough. I'll tell you right now what the, what the first four games are. The first four games of the Dolphins' season are against playoff teams, all four of them. They start off with the Ravens, week one, week two against the Patriots, week three against the Cowboys, 
in week four against the Chargers, right? That then, is tough. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a tough stretch. So you figure you throw Ryan Fitzpatrick out there first four weeks, he's probably not going to be that great, right? Because those are some pretty solid defenses. All four of those teams have really good defenses, right? And you figure, okay, the bye week, that's five weeks, okay, for Josh Rosen to kind of play under uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, maybe get some some team, you know, some reps if uh, some of these games turn into uh, bloodbaths early on, you know. Yeah. And they come, you know, up week six, a cupcake game against the Redskins, right? So That's get- disrespect. <laughs> and ain't no cupcakes over here. But I'm just saying, I mean, I think that then they've got what, the Bills after that, Steelers, then the Jets, the Colts. I mean, the Dolphins don't have a very easy schedule, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, this season. Yeah, I mean, and that's one thing that I, listen, I, I like basketball more than football, but one thing that I do like about football is that the schedules are different every yeah. year. Like, I mean, you can flip it around and put a Christmas game whenever you want. At the end of the right. day, I know you're playing these guys four times, these guys three, these guys two. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I do like to see who who gets what with the NFL schedule and yeah, you guys definitely don't have uh don't have it too easy. Well, if, if, you're, if you're basing it off of what last year's playoffs, of course, were, of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. Then again, I mean, that's the thing with, with the NFL is it changes year to year, you know, a quarterback goes down here or there and all of a sudden, you know, a team that was a, was a perennial playoff team becomes a, you know, a garbage team. Like, I mean, you saw what happened when Aaron Rodgers went down, that team was not very good. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I feel like that's, that would be, Enough time, right? From week six onward, that's you know eleven weeks of uh, of Josh Rosen. You know, obviously, provided he doesn't uh, play too poorly, and they got to put Fitzpatrick back in there, like that happened with uh, with Jameis Winston. Hopefully, he doesn't get traded away. That too, um, <laughs> poor guy. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, what, how do you foresee the Dolphins? Because I have I have Homer glasses personally. I don't think this this season they're going to be very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what do you think for the Dolphins? Yeah. Do you think that's a good uh, that's a good plan? Listen, I mean, at, at this point, I it, it I think it's just I wouldn't have went that approach. Like, I don't like taking a risk or going for a guy who's. For me, it's almost like what I did last year with David Johnson, mm. and I was having an argument with one of my coworkers earlier today about this. But it's like the ADP, you know, where you, the average draft position just is not there for me. Talking fantasy football. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So David Johnson, I took him very high. He wasn't a bad running back last year, mm-hmm. but he didn't give you what you drafted him at. Right. So for me, it's kind of the same thing with Rosen. It's like this guy was first round, 13th pick, I think. Something Cardinals, around like yeah. 13th pick. Then he gets traded. And my whole thing is if you're not, if he's not your plan for the future moving forward, then I would have just been happy with Fitzpatrick as my backup. Let him ride it out for the year and then go after one of these guys that we're going to see now. But like with you going after Rosen, now it's kind of confusing. It's like, do I believe in him? Do I give him a chance? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's you don't have a clear path. I feel like you they just did some things to kind of bring in some names, make some people happy, but they don't have a real plan, mm-hmm. in my eyes at least. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I would like to see what Rosen does. Because um, I mean, last year I made the excuse yeah. for him, like the Cardinals team was bad last year. Right. They just didn't look good, so yeah, I, you know, I made the excuse. One of the worst in football, and yeah. it still is. Mm. Still is one of the worst, I think. I, well, they added some. They added some players, but you know, what's what's one draft class going to do? Exactly. Yeah. You know, exactly. You're right. And it's like, but I, some of the young guys are coming back, like uh, like Mason Cole, the uh, their center. Okay. Um, he's he's coming back. He's going to be a second year player. He's uh, he's out of Michigan, so 
And I know him personally, so that's why. Oh, I'm okay, that's why you <laughs> threw the name in there. I was like, okay, I don't really know too many offensive linemen. So no, you no, right. trying to I'd either do. earn brownie points here, or you know the guy. Okay, okay. I do know the guy. Okay, but he's he's a solid player at Michigan. I know that, and you know he was a, a rookie a rookie center put in uh, too early because because uh, of an injury. I think it was uh, a A Q Shipley. I think was the uh, was the guy who went down um, for the Cardinals and kind of thrust him into the uh, into the starting spot. I think before he was quite ready to get up there. Um, I think next year will be a bounce, or this year will be a bounce back year for him. Um, but again, like I said, just one you know one off season is not going to be enough to turn around the entire offensive line from worst to first. No. So, but thankfully they have a uh, quarterback in Kyler Murray who you know a little mobile, you know, and can kind of. said a little. Yeah, he is mobile. <laughs> you said, I mean, he is mobile, but he's, he's also little. He's, all, he's also little. I, that's the word I heard was little. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right. So I don't know. I think that. With with Baker Mayfield, you saw he had to come in, you know, partway through the through the season. You kind of got a chance to evaluate. There's no doubt that Baker Mayfield is, you know, the guy in Cleveland right now. Oh yeah. You know, there's no there's no quarterback battle there. So I mean, I think that if he comes back after the bye week, that'll be enough to evaluate him, and then chances are we take a, a quarterback <laughs> the next uh, the next draft. But uh, wow. that's a conversation for another time. Now I kind of want to get into because I, I personally don't think the Dolphins are going to be a sleeper team this year uh, I do have high hopes for for Brian Flores uh, as our head coach but I don't think we're going to be that good this year but I will say a team who I think is a little underrated we'll say because mm-hmm. uh, they had some some key departures over the last couple of uh, well I guess this offseason but they had one guy who hadn't played all of last season of course I'm talking about uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers yeah, I know. You know, everyone's talking about how Cleveland's going to be this great team uh, this season, but I don't think that mm. the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to go away quietly. They had a, kind of a down year last season, mm-hmm. but you saw James Conner kind of took that mantle from Le'Veon Bell. Played really well. Juju Smith-Schuster, obviously very, very talented. Uh, the wide receiver room obviously isn't as talented as it was last year. But I think that the Steelers have been known to be a wide receiver factory for years. It seems like every time they pick up a wide receiver, he ends up being fantastic for them. You know, you saw it with uh, with Mike Wallace. Mm-hmm. You know, before uh, before Antonio Brown. Remember, uh, you know, Antonio Brown was the guy who was like, you know, is he really that good? You know, and then all of a sudden he was uh, this young superstar, same way that Juju Smith Schuster is now. But even before Mike Wallace, you had Antonio Holmes before that, right? So that's a that's a wide receiver factory. Okay, so I'm okay. not worried about the wide receiver room uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin does a great job. The only thing I would say is if Ben Roethlisberger takes another step back this year, <laughs> because last year he wasn't as good, right? No, made he some, wasn't. Made Antonio some, Brown made that very clear for us. Right. But <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah, LeBron James, the shop, uh, right. when he came on and kind of talked about Ben Roethlisberger and kind mm-hmm. of like, him blaming other people and things like that, but continue. I'm right. Yes, yes. I'm glad. We'll no, I'm, I'm glad you did get the context because a lot of people hadn't seen that. Yeah, but I don't think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win that division. I still think that Baltimore is the better, more well-rounded team. Okay. In that division, their defense got a little worse too. Uh, did it? Yeah, they lost. They lost some names on their. They defense. lost. Uh, they lost Weddle, but they ended up picking um backup. Oh man, Earl Thomas. Yeah. You know, I mean, he is coming off of an injury. But he's still Earl Thomas, you know? Good point. I mean... <laughs> he's, only, he's only 30 years old. Mm-hmm. So, and they don't have C.J. Mosley anymore. That's going to be tough. He went to the Jets. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know, man. A little foreshadow there. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that when we get there. <laughs> but I don't know. I just I don't think that Pittsburgh is going to be as bad as people say they're going to be this year. I don't think that the Browns are ready to take that mantle from them just yet. Okay. Um, That's fair. What about you? What's your what's your what's your sleeper AFC team? Okay, just AFC. Yeah, just just AFC right now. A team that you think is going to exceed expectations. I'm not saying that you think they're going to represent, you know, the the AFC in the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that they're going to represent their division. Okay. I just want a, a team that you think is going to outperform their expectations. And I think we uh, we kind of touched on this team already a little bit. Okay, I'm picking the Jets. What? I'm picking the Jets. You stop that. Listen. I, there's a method to my madness here. Okay. All right. I want to hear it. Now, when I'm picking a sleeper team, that conversation. <laughs> when I pick a sleeper team, I'm not going for anybody in the top. I mean, we. If you look at the AFC, everybody who made the playoffs last year: Chiefs, Patriots, Houston, Baltimore, uh, Chargers, and Colts. Mm-hmm. All those teams, I think, have every right to be right back in next year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so there's not a whole lot of drop off in talent no. there. So I'm I not mean, really too worried about yeah. that. Most of those guys either get guys to come back healthy. Right. And you know what I mean? Like they should be better than that. Right. I mean the Chiefs lost Kareem Hunt, but that's like, you know, they're yeah, still not gonna be worried. the Chiefs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and then like you said, you know, there's a couple teams on that borderline that they could replace one of them. Um, you know, you're looking at Pittsburgh, you're looking at Cleveland who should be a lot better as well. Um but the Jets are sitting kind of low. I like, like we talked about this a little earlier. On paper, their defense looks good. Yeah, they got Le'Veon. CJ Mosley. Um, they're they got Quinn and Williams in the draft. Who's Jamal to be, Adams is Jamal Adams. Right, Jamal Adams is a stud. I'm not gonna you know say what I mean? Not. That secondary is good from the safety perspective, but their corners are not good. But here's the thing, though. If their offense is getting better, which I believe it does, you get the defense off the field as much. People want to say a better offense does give you a better defense. If I'm rested, I don't have to be out there all the time. If I don't always have to make a play for you, mm-hmm. then when you do need me to make a play, it's a little bit easier. See, I, I don't know if that works like that because I know that when it comes to – you can make a great defense look bad by having a bad offense because they're constantly on the field. Yes. But I don't know if you can make a, a mediocre defense look good because their offense is good. I, I think, listen, fatigue is a thing. I know, I know Especially it is. in football. I know it is. So it's like, and, and then But if your baseline is already so low. But I don't think their defense <laughs> is that bad is what I'm saying. And then you and then you get Le'Veon Bell. Uh-huh. I, I understand we talked about their wide receiver court. It's nothing to be amazed no, at. about it off the air, yeah. Quincy <laughs> Numa is not but someone got, you need to be excited about. But they got about. four names, at least. Yeah. Like, if, if you say a name, it's, oh, I've heard of that guy. Yeah. Or maybe maybe I thought about picking him up on my fantasy right. team for, he was hot. Yeah, Jamison Crowder uh, joined the uh, the wide receiver room there. Robbie Anderson had a decent year a couple of years ago. He's not. Um, but he, he hasn't really shown a great connection. Uh, but Sam Darnold's getting better as well. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, is he? Like, he played okay last year. He, had, he was up and who, down a lot of the season. But now you get Le'Veon Bell as well. And now you get Le'Veon Bell, who has to prove something. It's not even just Le'Veon Bell. He now has to prove that sitting out was worth it. Mm-hmm. He now has to prove that he can. A lot of people say that when he was with the Steelers, it's easy for him because although he is very patient, he's more patient than most running backs. He's, right. He really sits back there and he lets the block yeah, develop. Yeah, he sets up a chair. Ex- he gets comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> but now he has something to prove with this offensive line, who's not as good. They're nowhere near as good. That's, and that's, that was going to be my counterpoint. That Jets offensive line is terrible. But I believe that now there's more of a balance there you can't just load the box because if you do I, I think with those four receivers I think they'll be decent enough to 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 move the ball you keep listen I'm telling you the Jets the 15th seed 
in the AFC last year. Okay. I think they I don't think they make the playoffs, but I think they're on the outside looking in. You think they're like nine and seven, but like just miss it because I'm of, uh, I'm saying a winning record. Game, yeah. I'm saying a winning record. Really? I I'm because if you look at it as well, and this is another thing that I did with the AFC, if I'm looking division to division, they have the best option to to get a wild card. You know, we already said AFC West is probably the best division in the AFC, I think. Um, I, I just think that, that the AFC West with the Chargers being out there, there's no way that the Jets are going to beat out the Chargers for that. For no, but that's the thing. Spot. So the AFC West, is the Chargers are not. That's Chiefs, Chargers, Denver, Oakland. Right. I would say so, three of those teams are going to be better than the Jets this year. I don't think so. I think Denver is going to be better than the Jets this year. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm-mm. I think Chiefs. I think Chiefs and Chargers come out of the AFC West. Chargers as the wild card. I think Colts actually represent the AFC South. Um, think Houston gets in there. I think Houston may get a, may get a wild card. I, I would see them as a but wild that's card. That's the thing. If that's the two wild cards, right but, there. But that's what I'm saying. Jets not making the playoffs, right. but they're on the outside looking in. Okay. Still with a winning record, but there I, I can see those two. Then I like. I'm not gonna lie. There's the AFC North is kind of. It's between Baltimore and Cleveland. I, I like what you think about the Steelers, but I just don't. I think they'll finish third. And then I think the Jets are better than the Dolphins and the Buffalo. I mean, I, that's what is that saying, really? That's, but that's my <laughs> point as to why they're a sleeper is because that their division, I think, is the weakest. Patriots are going to be the Patriots, but those other three teams are like, no disrespect to the Dolphins. They're not good. Yeah. No. Don't yeah. Tell me, man. I'm not, so I think I think the I Jets have a chance. I really do. Okay. It's my sleeper. It's a sleeper. All right. I'm snoring. I'll perform expectations. But that's the thing. I mean, people are saying that with Le'Veon Bell being there and C.J. Mosley and yeah. now Greg Williams is running the defense. Adam Gase is supposed to be this like quarterback whisperer or whatever the heck it is. I didn't see any whispering over there with Tannehill, but I'm just saying. You didn't see it because he was whispering. Is oh that it was makes so a lot quiet. Of sense. Yeah. Wow. He put like a little uh, clipboard in front of his face. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I did. Do me a favor. Score a touchdown, please. I'm begging you. (laughs) Anyways, uh, I don't know. So you think they're going to outperform expectations? Is that? Yes. Because I honestly, I don't. I I know that they're getting a lot of hype because of Le'Veon, but I don't. I don't hear as many expectations as I do from some other teams. Which, if we like to talk AFC um, disappointers, mm. who we think will disappoint in the AFC, we can gladly take it there. I do want to take it there because I think the Browns are going to be a disappointment because well, okay. everyone's talking about they added Odell, which is fine. Odell's a heck of a player. I'm not yeah. going to say that he's not a good player. Okay, and yes, I wish John was here to tell us how he felt about Odell. I know he does. I know. I know he'd have some <laughs> some choice words. Yes. Um, but yes, they have they have talent. Okay, I'm not going to say they don't because. Nick Chubb is fantastic. Mm-hmm. They've got a decent offensive line, a very decent offensive line. But see, that's that's their weakness, I feel like. I feel like the Browns upgraded at positions, and this is another thing that me right. and my co-worker were talking about. The Browns upgraded in positions that they were already solid at instead of addressing needs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Their offensive line definitely could be better. They could they yeah. could have gotten it better sure. this offseason, though. Sure. But I think they're taking it from, like, the perspective of, like, if we add as many playmakers as we can. You know, because honestly, I mean, when you look at that wide receiver room, it is it is pretty stacked. Landry and Odell. Yeah. And if you look at it, like, I know, my, I know Michael Irvin was going off. Yeah. But he made that. a very good point. Like, these are two of the younger wide receivers they're like they really are competing with each other for the longest time. Like right. at stats, being the youngest to do this, youngest to do right. that. Well, if you don't know, by the way, uh, Michael Irvin compared Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry on the same team to uh, LeBron James and Dwayne Wade when they played basketball, which I think is a bit of a stretch. Because when they when they had started playing together, they were 
pretty close to being Hall of Famers already. And I would exactly. say there's a case for. Now that's the only mistake he made, though. Now. Yeah, that's the only mistake he made because both of those guys are cool. They they they've been playing together. Jarvis Landry and Odell have known each other longer. Than LeBron and D right, Wade, right. and I think that's what he was really going for was the chemistry right. that they have. I'm not saying the accolades that they've already earned, right? But what they can do together moving forward, well, it's going to be dangerous if they stay together and Baker like lives up to the hype, yeah, because he's getting so much of it. Yeah, I really think the Browns can be good. I I'm not saying I don't think the Browns can be good. I just think I that mean, we need to temper expectations a little bit. Because first that. off, they are still the Browns. Okay, That's first true. and foremost. Okay, the name doesn't go away. No. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I know who you are. We've known who you are. Who you've been. Okay. Okay. It's like it's like a you know when when a girl is like seeing a guy around the block who's been a player for a long time. It's like listen, okay, I know who you are. I've seen you. I've seen you in the club. Hey, people change. Okay, maybe people change. Maybe all right. But there's hope. But you have to also be aware of the history. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Okay. So for me, when I look at the Browns, I say, okay, there's a lot of talent on that team. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They they've got a solid defense. Their linebackers are are iffy. Okay. But their secondary is pretty solid. D line's pretty good. Their defensive line is very good. Okay. And they have they have really good players at skill positions. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is important, obviously. But we also saw a little bit of a dream team when it came to the Philadelphia Eagles, okay, a couple of years ago when they added Namdi Asamoa, and they had a lot of really good players on that team. Yeah. And they were like, oh, they're going to be so good. Andy Reid was the head coach, and everyone was like, oh, it's Andy Reid. He's a heck of a coach. What could go wrong? And they were terrible. Yeah, but they later, they, they later won their first Super Bowl. Yes, without anyone who was on that team. But, but could have all that been a <laughs> blueprint? Maybe maybe Doctor Strange looked at him and said, "This is the only way. This is I looked at all the different possibilities, yeah, yeah. and this is the only way the Eagles can win." I love the uh, the Avengers reference. I oh man, I'm going to keep that going forever. Yeah. I feel like we can always bring that back. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. I I just think that we should temper the hype for the Cleveland Browns because again, I we like know it. who they've That's been. Real. That's okay, true. they have positions of skill, but there's it's more to it than just you know individual output on the field. That's true. There's a lot of moving parts there, and and who knows whether Freddie Kitchens can manage that type of environment? Hmm. We don't know. I think it's going to be interesting when they have. To me, it's almost it's almost like that newlywed. Mm-hmm. stage everything's happy everything's yeah. positive playing with my buddy sure we got a good young cool quarterback yeah. for the culture you know baker mayfield he's got a little swag everybody's yeah. happy but now when a couple incomplete passes come right goes May- all the way because he has a problem with interceptions what, what happens when they struggle a little bit mm-hmm. How, where's the leadership who's gonna who's gonna cool the troops exactly. who's gonna get everybody in there so that's where i see the browns falling is is when they meet adversity for the first time yeah. i think they've got everything on paper that they need i would like a better offensive line um but but i, I want to see how i'm they not react. convinced i mean baker is uh, has been a fine quarterback they got him higher than deshaun watson on madden that to me is too much i think that how I, is I'm not, baker I'm not, higher. I'm not a huge deshaun watson fan either i'm uh-uh. gonna be honest with you but I do, I do think that he's better than Baker Mayfield yes. right now. And to say otherwise is disrespectful. To Very disrespectful. Watson. That being said, though, <laughs> that being said, I think that Baker Mayfield is a little careless of the football sometimes. And I think that he's already, not that he's lost the locker room, but he did run into some issues when he said those comments about Duke Johnson. When Duke Johnson was a little unhappy with his situation because they kept bringing in running backs into that running back room. I don't know if you heard. Yeah, uh, I that. mean, but, but to, to his point, why though? They're upgrading position, and like we already talked about this. Yeah. But there's positions that we need to address. Right. I don't know. That's we can we can literally talk about this 
for the whole podcast. We probably shouldn't, though. That's true. Well, how about an <laughs> NFC team that you think is going to disappoint? Is going to disappoint? Yeah. Or did you talk about your AFC team that you thought was going to disappoint? Um, I, I, I'd actually agree with you. Okay. I would say that it for me, it probably would be Cleveland. And and not because I don't think they're going to be good, but I just think that there's too much hype gotcha. around them. Yeah. And I just think that there's no way that they're going to live up to right. that. They might get to like 9-7, and seven, again, just miss the playoffs, maybe like the uh, like the Jets. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily be surprised there. Um, okay. Now, your NFC team that you think will disappoint. That will disappoint. Yeah. This is tough, man. This is really tough. And I know that this sounds crazy. But I think I'm going to go out and say it. The Rams. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. The Super Bowl runners up? Yeah. With, what is it? Uh, Sean McVay, the, uh, he has like a nickname, doesn't he? The, the Golden Boy? That's yeah. The- <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Is it because of Todd Gurley and his his bum knees? I think that leaves me uncertain. Um, the defense, uh, you know, they they lost Damakasu. Right. Um, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. They they, they still, still have got, Aaron Donald. Yeah, they still got Aaron Donald, <laughs> who's a stud. But I just feel like I think the hardest thing, other than repeating, next to repeating, is well, I guess it would be repeating because yeah, you know, I mean, they were the runner ups. They didn't win at all, but. Like getting that, having that loss and not really, not knowing how to get back. You know, that is their first time. They've got a right. young, they've got a young coach. They got a young quarterback. Like once again, how can you rally the troops after a loss like that? How can mm-hmm. you get back your stud running back? I mean, we, I don't even know if Todd Gurley's a hundred percent back. Like how he, how's he feeling? Right. Um, you know, Seattle is always going to be good, I think, with Russell Russell Wilson back there. Right. He's got new you've contracts. Always, always got them on, on your heels. So right. now you got something to be to worry about. Right. Um, I don't know. And I'm not saying that they won't be good. I'm not saying they won't make the playoffs. But living up to a hype, a team that, you know, lost in the Super Bowl, I can see them falling off this year. Right. Maybe like baking the playoffs, but not like getting very far in the playoffs potentially. Maybe a, maybe a first round exit. Oof. So I'm throwing it out there. I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I see I see where you're coming from because if Todd Gurley uh, isn't playing to the level that Todd Gurley has played the last couple of years, I can see that offense kind of falling apart because we saw what the offense looked like. You know, <laughs> Too much it, pressure right, on him. On Jared Goff. Yeah, can't, Jared Goff is not no. – they had him, I think, listed like in like the top 30 or something like that in the NFL top 100 for uh, like the top 100 players. I think he was like, like, like 32 or something like that. Yeah. Um, just missing. No. Yeah, so, I think that's too high. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm sorry. Like, and their wide receivers are the good. Their wide receivers are good. Yeah, I, I know we talked about the Jets having a decent wide receivers. The Rams have a good receiving core. Correct. But I still don't think, to me, the Rams would be my team that I think won't live up to the hype. Correct. Yeah, I agree. you. I agree, hundred um, percent. Oh, you're. Are you saying the same team, or you have no, a different? I have, oh, okay. I have a different team, but and this is why I still think that they've got a really solid secondary. They just added Eric Weddle to that secondary. And even though, yes, they are losing Adama and Sue uh, in that front four, which is going to be tough, mm-hmm. uh, they still have Aaron Donald, which is, you know, it's Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. right? He's like 300 pounds and he has a six-pack. He back. trains that's, with knives. insane. Does he really? Did okay. you not see that? No. Dude, he was literally getting off the block. Like the guy uh, that he was training with had uh-huh. knives in his hand. Why? And he was, he was swinging them slowly. Like but it's like... Really, your hand placement is everything. So as a defense lineman, it's like, you know, it's moving the hands. So right. he, the guy that he was training with was 
not throwing the knives, but he was like slowly putting the knives at him, and and he had to swim move. He had to like move his hands. Raising the stakes a little bit. Man, those knives were prepared for stakes. You're right. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what the dude. When I was watching, I I thought he was crazy. Yeah, he probably is. You're right. But he moves. I would. So in high school, we had this. We had a big dude on our team named. We called him. And you ready for this? Mm -hmm. We called him D Wade. Really? Boom! There's the reference. I mean, we already we already talked about D Wade earlier with Michael Irvin, but it's fine. That's true. That's true. But But I'm glad we got the redundancy plan just in case. (laughs) We called him D Wade, and he was an offensive lineman for us. But he ran like he could move. Right. So there were times where, like, to simulate a a big fullback or something like that, we would put him in the backfield. Right. And like some games, we would actually play him there. And I I would love to see that. I think he could do it. He moves so gracefully right. to be that big mm-hmm. it's almost like what like lebron is or zion williamson is on the basketball right. court <laughs> it's like you're not supposed to move yeah. that fast uh-huh. but that yeah, and he trained with knives like i said that's that's uh you're right oof, that's tough i he's good i'll tell you my my sleeper or not my sleeper i guess what's the opposite of a sleeper my disappointing team yeah uh, in the nfc a team that i don't think is going to live up to expectations mainly because they're running back situation is not ideal right now with the 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 drama they have going on there mm-hmm. i know you're excited for me to say i this. am just saying the dallas cowboys oh i love it you know i think that <laughs> dak prescott is an okay quarterback yeah he's, he's fine i think amari cooper is up and down but i think he's been a net positive for oh, for sure that team mm-hmm. that being said Okay, there is a qualifier here. If Zeke comes back and plays the entire season, then this might change. But I would not necessarily be surprised if Ezekiel Elliott holds out this season. And if he does, that team is going to be not good. I love it. They're going to be bad. Okay? I love it. Because that team's offense runs through Zeke. We've seen it before, and I know, okay, I know that the the Cowboys haven't had a receiver this good since Des Bryant was closer to his prime, okay? Mm-hmm. But that team runs through Ezekiel Elliott, and we've sure. seen how bad that team plays when Ezekiel Elliott is not there. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of trouble moving the football, and if he holds out all season, who are they trotting out there? I don't even. I couldn't even tell you who the backup is for for the Cowboys. I, let me see. Let's see. RB depth chart. Cowboys. Alfred Morris is still there now? I, I, I hope not. Alfmo? Alfmo? Really? By the way, I'd never draft Cowboys on my fantasy football really? team. I, I have the same philosophy when it comes to the Jets, actually. Yeah, I've never in my <laughs> yeah, life. Really well, there's not really many players that you would want to draft <laughs> off the Jets. So, so you're, Well, that's true. It's they, a little easier for you. No, they did sign uh, Alfred Morris. Yeah, I thought so. Um, but let's see here. Um, Tony Pollard, is that their backup right now? Man, I hope Zeke doesn't play. These are the guys. Are I mean, do you want to trust your 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 offense, your your running game to Tony Pollard? He sounds more like a safety. That sounds like a safety. It does, me. like Bernard Pollard, right? Wasn't he? Or a- Tony or Troy Palomalu? Mm, maybe that's yeah, him. Yeah, maybe. Anyways. <laughs> They did bring Alfred Morris. Like, this is this is hot off the press here. Cowboyswire.usatoday.com. The Cowboys uh, have added free agent running back Alfred Morris. He's back Ooh, on the team. Look at me dropping the the, the hot take. That's right. Dropping some some knowledge. <laughs> That's quite a guess you had there. Very good. A hey, guess. <laughs> You're plugged into all Cowboys. This is journalism. Guys. This is what we do here. <laughs> 
Anyways, yes. Okay, so if, if it got Tony Pollard and Alfred Morris back there, I don't think that that team is going to be very good offensively. They have decent decent players on defense. And a great offensive line. They do have a good offensive line. It took a step back from when they were really, really good back in uh, Zeke's first year, but... Still probably it's, one of the better de- offensive, offensive lines line. in the league, yeah. Right. I would still say they're top, top third of the league. Oh, yeah. Um, what about you? What, what's your team in the NSC you think is going to disappoint? Well, I already gave you my disappoint. Oh, sorry. The, Rams. The AFC team that you think is going to surprise some people. You right. mean the NFC to surprise? That's isn't that not what I said? No, you're all over the place. I it's okay. Don't know what I'm talking. Stay with about. me. I'm here. <laughs> We're having fun. <laughs> That's all that matters. I'm rusty. I haven't, I'm so used to not seeing you. It's like seeing a ghost. You get a little. It's all right, man. I'm making, I'm making you a little nervous. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you for uh, for telling people that. All right. I'm actually going to stick with my strategy. Okay. I do not want to pick a team who made the playoffs last year because right. uh, it's too easy. Sure. I'm going to go with. A 15th seed. What? Yes. Again. Hold on. <laughs> Someone is. Oh, stop it. Hey, Miss Chris. Hey, Ma. I am podcasting. We'll call after. My host mother from Utah uh, was calling me. Right. And she took away my notes. Uh, yeah. But if you're listening, Miss Chris. Hi. Shout out. What's going on? <laughs> oh, uh, my little brother turns 21. Oh, wow. Happy yeah, birthday. so that's why I won't. That's why I have to call in next oh, week because right, I'll be in right, right. Vegas with him. Right. So she was probably just calling me about my itinerary. Gotcha. That yes. Back to the stats. Back to the podcast. Yes. <laughs> so the 15th seed, San Francisco. Oh, I want to see what I think the 49ers are slept on. Garoppolo got a lot of love. Yeah. Got injured. Kind of forgot about him. You know, mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, he had that whole thing with. Uh, the uh, lady friend of his coming out as well. I don't know if you uh, heard about that. I I heard something. Okay, some rumblings. It will keep this a PG uh, yeah, yeah. a PG podcast, so we won't bring up too much. But no. I I think San Francisco. I love Tevin Coleman. I get him right. on my fantasy team every. I know I keep incorporating fantasy into this. I you think do. that could help out a, a lot. Fantasy tips if you need. Maybe it. maybe we'll do a, a fantasy football podcast. I think that might be a little fun. Little. Uh, I think little that'd be good. Draft ideas, maybe uh, some some. Give some tippers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tevin Coleman. <laughs> Tevin Coleman has signed with uh, the 49ers this offseason as well to get Garoppolo back. Like I said, right. I think because once again you're looking at you're looking at divisions and and whatnot because you know these this is the people you have to play against. Right. I like what the 49ers have to face. I'm not now once again I'm not saying that they'll be a playoff team, but I think the Rams are going to fall off. Like I said Seattle's good and Arizona's trash. Right. So now your biggest competition is Seattle in my opinion. I mean the Rams are obviously they were good still last year. Peters, still got to keep to leave. They still got a little squad. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not I'm not saying that they'll be trash, but I I think that Tampa I think uh San Francisco, I'm sorry, not Tampa. I think Tampa will be bad. Really? With Bruce Arians? I'm just I'm not I'm not sold on Tampa. And I think they do have a pretty good division. I've always argued that their division isn't anything special. Um just with friends because I'm an NFC East guy. Right, right, so right. I try to cheer on our but I mean they've got some heat over there. Right. Well well back to the 49ers. Yes. We get 49ers the I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I'm all over the place as well. I know. Uh, yeah, listen. We're all we're all getting back into the swing. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> so the 49ers are your pick. I could see it. I mean, they added some pieces to their defense. They picked up uh, Nick Bosa in the draft, who's mm-hmm. supposed to be a really good, uh, a really good defensive lineman. 
uh, you know, they're not having to start Nick Mullins anymore, which is always a plus. As, as good as he, you know, was for for a small amount of time, that just is a testament to how good uh, the Shanahan offense is, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, I I would say they might be. They might not finish fifteenth if that's. Uh, <laughs> they went four and twelve last year. Yeah, I mean, they might not be a top five pick. Seven and nine, eight and eight. I wouldn't go that far. I would say they would win like six games. I'm going to give them one more. I like seven to nine. Okay. All right. So I'll perform expectations a little bit. I think <laughs> Jimmy grabs back. But my sleeper NFC team uh, that I think is going to outperform expectations is... That's my drum roll. That was weak. Can was I, really- would you like a drum roll? Yeah, if you don't mind. Oh, let me see if I can cook something up for you here. The Carolina Panthers. Woo! That wasn't uh That wasn't horrible. Drum roll. That was decent. No, it was the drum, I'm not gonna play with the drum roll, but oh, okay, okay. just the the unveiling I think was a little uh yeah. <laughs> left something to be desired there. Uh, I think that the Carolina Panthers are going to rebound a little bit next year. Uh they have they I know they started off kind of hot last year and they kind of cooled off a little bit. Um but I I have some faith in that team. Uh, they've got Cam Newton coming back after his surgery. My you big know, bro. Hopefully his uh, <laughs> his shoulder comes back. You know, 100. percent You know, he had, he was having some issues uh, last season. Especially, mm-hmm. you can definitely tell he wasn't really slinging the rock like he like he usually does because that dude has a cannon for an arm, uh, and he wasn't really unveiling it um, toward the end of last season. They've also they're also bringing back Christian McCaffrey, who <laughs> another year in the league. He's he's a solid player. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I like him a lot. So fast. Um, now, their defense is is pretty solid. You know, of course, they've got Keekly back there, who, if he can stay healthy, uh, I think will be will be really good. I, I just I think that they'll be better than last year. I don't know if necessarily they're going to take. Um, I don't. I still think the Saints are going to win that division, just because I'm going to I'm going to take it until they prove otherwise. Yeah. Um, you know, but I just I think that they are going to be better. Uh, than the Falcons, I think they're going to be better than the Bucks, uh, and I think that they'll compete for a wild card spot, maybe even the top wild card spot uh, in the NFC. I think they've they've got that kind of talent, and I think that Ron Rivera is a good enough coach to get it done. I like it. I like I like the Panthers. Them like Cam Newton. I just. I don't understand why that guy gets so much hate. I, it, it baffles me. I don't know. Maybe it's because people are jealous of that smile. That dude has the best smile in the NFL, hands he down. He glows. It like, yeah. like it lights up a room. Like you could just <laughs> take you could take out light fixtures in his house and you could just smile and then it'll illuminate the house. Uh, but I mean, they also added Gerald McCoy. By the way, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, and he's, he's going be to be. Solid. I can tell you two games. He's going to go all out. <laughs> I can I can tell you two right now. Okay, just just the two games. <laughs> well, I mean, I think he's going to be a good a good player, but right. I think I can I can damn sure, and we can say damn. Yeah, that's fine. All right, just not more than twice. No. Okay, I'm done. But <laughs> <laughs> I know for a fact Stop two right games there. he'll be ready. <laughs> yeah, I think they got Dontari Poe out there too. Eric Reed, you know, is is back into the league and finally has a, a full season under his belt. I think he'll come back and be and be really good. I think Eric Reed is really solid. Um, Greg Olson. I mean, who knows if he's gonna stay healthy? But when he is healthy, he's third leg, Greg. Third leg, Greg. Yeah, listen. Okay, we don't want to talk about that. Was it the seventh floor crew back at uh, the University of Miami? You got to tell me about that. 
you. Uh, Man, one of my favorite teams. DJ Moore, I think, is going to be really good this year. I think he's going to take another step forward uh, in that wide receiver room. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, man, I just think they're going to be solid. If, if Chris Hogan's there now, which kind of was an under-the-radar signing. I think Chris Hogan uh, can definitely make some catches for you out there. Curtis Samuel, obviously, is really solid. Torrey Smith is out there you know, with him. And I think that was one of the main things for them was they never really – I mean, you know, you talk about Kelvin Benjamin or Queen Latifah, whatever, whatever you call him uh, – <laughs> Man, this is so disrespectful to Kelvin Benjamin. Man. Listen, man, Twitter oh, said it, not me. But you man. know, you 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 look at those the wide receivers that they had that Cam Newton was throwing the ball to, and and let's be honest, that's why Christian McCaffrey really blossomed. Yeah, because he was their passing. Yeah, there, there was just nothing much that I could really do down the field. So let me hit you and and let you work a little bit. I mean, right. I think they had a really good two man game, Cam and uh, Christian McCaffrey, which I know right. is a basketball term, but I'm using it. Uh, it's fine. I like that's to what you're doing. yeah, I like to see those. I like to see what they did, but. Now that your name is some of these wide receivers that he has now, some of them, you know, a little bit past their prime. Right. But I still think they give you a lot of value that Cam yeah. hasn't had in a while. Yeah. I, think, I, I, mean, I like, I like, let me go pick up Madden, man. Let me go get Madden 2020 and see what, <laughs> see what I'm hitting on. Oh, Patty Mahomes on the yeah. cover. <laughs> oh, man. Do you think, uh, do you think, who's, who's your Super Bowl prediction right now then? Since we're, since we're in the middle of, of predictions right now and, we're about 50 minutes into this podcast. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and just do let's do that show for a second. All right. I think the Redskins will play. Um, wow. Get, come on. Take off the Homer glasses for I a second. I think the Redskins will play the Chiefs. I'm just going <laughs> to. Come on. All right. All right. All right. Um, Native American Bowl. I mean. Has that ever <laughs> happened? It's a. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stop right? it. That'd be kind of cool. It would. You know what, though? I want to say. I will be honest. I wouldn't hate it, honestly, if that were the if that were the Super no, Bowl. No, no, no. I'd love that. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, that'd be a really good Super Bowl. I think. I mean, I think the Chiefs would destroy you guys, but you just like it because of the names. No, not oh. even the name. I just think that like it would be fun because we haven't seen that Super Bowl in like, ever. Either of those teams played in the Super no. Bowl in a long time. I would like to. See, I would like um, insert Monique GIF. I would like to see it. Um, <laughs> I call want. it a gif. It's a gif, by the way. It's, no, I said it right the first time. It's no. a gif. The, the um, guy who made the the thing. And that's crazy that he's wrong. And, and I'm not gonna lie. No, it's it's you, so crazy that he's wrong. If you make it, you can call that's, it whatever you want. No, that's not true. That is true. No, not at all. What? What? He's wrong. Okay. All right. Continue with your point. I'm not. I'm done with that. Go ahead. I would like to see it. Insert Monique gif. Gif. <laughs> Chiefs versus Saints. Okay. That, that'd be a high flying super. Yeah, I want to see. I, I would dig that. I want to let let the guys play. Yeah, air it out. Sure. And I mean the the running games aren't bad either. Yeah, Kamara Dan, yeah, and um, Damian Williams. I think is now their their starting running back who played for the Dolphins for a little while and he was really good, very versatile as a uh, as a runner. Just uh, Kamara's taking off this year. He no yeah. longer he no longer has to share. Yeah. Mark Ingram's not back there. True. And, and now the only reason, like, don't get me wrong, it's gonna be a little bit more of a workload. But there was a lot of like pounded situations where he gave it to Mark Ingram, where I I think Kamara could still punch that in. So those were stats that he was losing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I, listen, I know I got the third pick on my fantasy team in my fantasy league. You think Kamara's falling to to third? (laughs) Because I think people are going to reach on. I think people are going to reach on Todd again. I don't think so. I I think think Saquon Barkley. I think Saquon Barkley is going number one overall. Yeah, and you know what? I like it, but I don't. I love Saquon Barkley, Mm. but if I think what can happen is another David Johnson incidents where really where there's not like it's okay so you had a, you had a great year yeah 
but now you don't really have anything else on offense. Yeah. At, to your point, as a defense, I seen what you did last year. Right. I'm going to dare you to beat me somewhere else. Okay. So I I like Saquon Barkley, but but yeah, I they think, don't have the they don't have the threat of Odell. Odell's no yeah. not the, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean? Evan Ingram is solid as a tight end, but he's not going to be the guy you want to run. Your, Listen, your put eight in the box, here. okay? Yeah. Let's let's see what you can do. So fair, I think fair. I think he will go one. I think I mean Kamar could go two. I'm hoping he doesn't. I that's who I would say would be right now. I mean, given the information that I have now, I would say Kamara goes number two because that offense is coming back for the most part pretty healthy. Um, if he does, I'm going Le'Veon three. Re- Le'Veon, <laughs> bro, listen to me. There is nothing more dangerous than someone who has something to prove. I I suppose so, but he's already you know I mean he's got his contract long term ready to go. Yeah, but if but now this is where you put your money where your mouth is. You sat out last year because you you wanted to be taken care of. So it's a statement. Yeah, yeah you're taken care of now. So yeah. go show me go show me why you sat out all okay. last year. So yeah, he's I'm still, not gonna lie to he's you. Like 27, he? He's like 27, isn't he? Yeah, he's a young, young. He's a young. Yeah, young 27, guy. 28. I'm telling you this: if if Kamara's not there, the third pick, I'm going Le'Veon. Really? And I'm just going. I hope I don't get the third pick then, because I don't want Le'Veon. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it's scary, bro. Like I'm, I'm at the third pick, and I think that's like the worst spot to be at. I would rather yeah. be on the back end so I can go two I good might running take backs. DeAndre Hopkins, if I'm going three, then no, you can't go wide receiver in the first five, and if you do, it can't be DeAndre. Why not? I, I feel like you got to go. I feel like you got to go Michael Thomas just because Drew Brees is really going to air it out. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I think think DeAndre Hopkins is, is, eh, the thing is, I mean, you saw with, uh, maybe the best you saw with Michael Thomas last year though, that he fell off. Not, not necessarily he fell off, but like there was some weeks where he just like disappeared. That's true. Where DeAndre Hopkins, like he may not have like a 35, 40 point game. Yeah. But but he'll give you 15 to 25 every week. And I like Julio too. Julio's solid. They finally figured out how to get him the ball in the end zone, you know, yeah. in, the, in the red zone at least. I think that's crazy he went that long without yeah, scoring. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. And he was still solid even when oh, he yeah. was good. He, he was like still getting crazy 11, 11 to 17 points a game just on receptions <laughs> and yards. Yeah, um, it was. So anyway, that's a whole other fantasy show, uh, which I'm actually kind of looking forward to doing. I think that'd be a, a, a lot of fun. Uh, maybe, who knows, maybe we could do a, a somewhat sports uh a somewhat sports uh, fantasy tournament. league, yeah, like a league, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, you, okay, the guys on the show, John, course, right? We got Cam's been on been on the episode, right? Devin's not huge into football, but he's been on the episode. Well, tell you, what we could do is we can maybe give some preference to some of our guest co-hosts that have been on the show yes. and open it up to maybe listeners to maybe uh, hop in and you know if they want to you know maybe email us or something like that and say hey I want to be part of your uh part of your thing maybe we'll put like a little raffle together or something like that to be the 10th person in our league or something like that or maybe like in an eight person league who knows depending on <laughs> how many people decide they want to be a part of it well I heard eight man leagues are trash so uh, we're gonna I, have to get I'd at least like, 10 I'd like at least 10 <laughs> 10 to 12 I think is the sweet spot 10 or 12 not 11 who's making an 11 man league 10. actually 11 man leagues aren't bad because you get a buy Oh yeah, I've never played in a, eleven man uh, leagues. Aren't bad. You get a buy. It gives you a chance to yeah. maybe pick up somebody on some free agency. Sure. See what you like, or even if you get lucky enough where your starting quarterback has a buy that week, yeah. you don't have to worry about I would it. Hate to have a buy though, because like especially like if you got some like juicy matchups and your players went off. Imagine imagine yeah. snapping for one hundred and forty points. Yeah, you on a buy. your bye week. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> but see, but the way I've played buys is like when we do fantasy leagues, we do um, do you payouts. Have to schedule ahead of, ahead well, of time. High highs get payouts. Uh, okay, so even okay. if you do snap, say you don't get the win, you'll right. still get money for that That's week because technically you still had the high of the sure. week. Sure, so 
I, I like doing it that way. It's like it's almost like a win-win situation. Sure. Um, I like that idea. And we'll, we'll put some things to paper. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this we're we're just brainstorming. But be on the lookout because that sounds like a really good idea. We'll do a fantasy uh, football show. I'll leave some of my best uh, tips to myself if we do do this league, so I can get some bragging rights. Of so course, show of y'all course. what's up. But yeah, some of the more like you know tier two, tier three uh, fantasy tips. tips okay. I'll give you on the <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> on the special uh, on the special episode. Maybe that's that's something that's a, that's an intriguing idea. Maybe we'll do something like that. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, but anyways, I think we're. We're pretty much in. Is there anything we want to talk about? Other than I mean, we're about an hour into this podcast now. I think that we've kind of filled it up. I'm so excited to talk about NFL that we just kind of blew through this whole hour just talking about NFL football. Which yeah, I'm not, I'm not hating on it to be well, honest with you because I'm cool. Is there any basketball news you think we should talk about? I feel bad. Do you feel the bad? Ball's for still Lin? orange. It's still yes. round. <laughs> do, you, do you feel bad for Jeremy Lin that he's not in the league anymore and he was upset that he? Uh, you mean do I feel bad for a guy who has millions of dollars graduated from Harvard and is an NBA champion? No, not at all. Yeah, me neither. All right, so we can Get go over ahead and skip that conversation. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you find a team, but dude, I don't yeah, feel bad for I, you. At I all. wish you the best, but yeah. like, let's not let's relax. Okay? Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> I've hit rock bottom. Okay, yeah, exactly. Listen, okay, you don't all know right. what rock bottom is, okay, buddy. Uh, so what about? Um, I mean, the big three. I know we talked about it a little bit, guys. Right, if you that. want basketball. If you want to see exciting basketball, which honestly, three on three is more exciting than five on five just because there's so much more room. Hear me out. If you're a bucket, then you know when you start adding more defenders, it's like you have to get more creative with your buckets. Sure. When you play three on three, and if one man helps, now I'm, it's so much obvious who's yeah. open now. Like you can really get exposed. Like three on three, they got some good, good basketball. They've got some good talent that's playing Joe Johnson. Right. A lot of those guys so can Joe. still play in the league, and I and I believe it. And I even know a couple people who are playing in that league right now. Right. Like, big three's not bad. If you're right. looking for basketball, you need your fix. <laughs> watch the big three. I'm Ice, serious. Ice Cube will appreciate it. Yeah, I, I was trying to hit Ice Cube up about an internship. He's he's ignoring my tweets. It's whatever. Ice Ice Cube, right. if you hear this, I got ideas, man. Yeah, hit us up. Someone sports at gmail.com. We can get you on the show, Ice. That's right. It's not hard. I'd be okay with that. Ah, we can fiddle, man. Get some cue on the show. <laughs> It'd be like a good day, that's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> no AK required. <laughs> Mr. Ronnie got a triple double. That's true. That's oh. why it's the big three. Triple. Hmm. I don't think that's why it's the big. Ice three. Cube knew this all along. <laughs> He's been planning it since uh, 1994. He's a genius. <laughs> when did that song come out? I don't know. It was a while ago. A long time ago. You know, someone actually. Someone actually looked it up. Wow, what I seen the Oh yeah, yeah. Like what day that's supposed to be? Like yeah, what game it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, what day did was Ice Cube actually talking about? And they looked up the matchups when the game came out. Like be like January like twenty fourth. That was so dope. Nineteen eighty seven or something. I think that's pretty cool. Hold on. So the song came out in nineteen ninety two. Yeah. And he said Lakers verse. Oh, nineteen ninety two. It's a great year. It's true. That's when yours truly. All right. So. January 20th, 1992. This is the date of the good day because MTV Raps is on the air. Mm -hmm. It was a clear and smogless day in LA. Beepers or pages were commercially sold. The Lakers beat the Supersonics. Uh, And Ice Cube had no filming commitments on January 20th, 1992. There it is. Kind of a quick turnaround because that... uh, Oh, no, it says... Okay, so it was recorded in 1992 but released in February 23rd, 1993. Okay. So he had some time to you know pen put the pen to paper and uh, figure it out. There it is. 
I want to. I want to talk to somebody who who was on that basketball court with him. I don't know if he really got a triple double that day. Yeah, that's, that's some. It's hard to get a triple double on pickup, right? What are you going can to? Can you trust the stats if you're uh, if you're actually on the court? Who's that? I want to see the the official stat book because because if you're going to 16, you ain't getting 10 points and 10 assists. No, unless it's win by two. Mm, then the score point. is going on forever. That's true. Maybe he got the triple double. I don't know. It's something to think about. Yeah, it is something to think about. <laughs> All right. <laughs> on on that note, uh, it was uh, it was good hanging with you in the studio. Finally, yeah, man. It's nice to be Buzz. back. Uh, give uh, give our boy Bubby Johnson a follow. Where at? Um, y'all know Bubs actually. Y a l k n o underscore b u b b s. Twitter and Instagram. Now, can I share really quickly about some of the things that went on? Do we have a little time? Sure. Yeah. I mean, we're an hour into the podcast, but yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> we'll leave some stuff in the cutting room floor. Yeah. If you're still time. here, you'll you'll still listen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, last weekend I uh, actually got to participate in a 48 hour film festival. Oh, nice. Super dope. I think, you're, I think I saw that on your Instagram story. That was pretty neat. Yes, yes. So in 48 hours, you have to write the script, mm-hmm. film it, edit it. Wow. Get all of it submitted. Now, I was somewhat involved in the writing of the script. Okay. Uh, I was there at least. They didn't take all of my ideas, but you know, it's, right. yeah, you it's collaboration. Throw it up the wall, see what sticks, yeah. <laughs> um, but I was involved in all of the filming of it. Played a pretty cool role actually um and got to kind of sit and watch some of the editing process go through as well so super excited about that it was, it was a fun experience um yeah. if interested when the video drops i'll definitely make sure i get that over to you yes. so you can check it out and anybody else who's interested you know holla at your boy yeah. y'all know books all booking uh appointments uh contact uh slide in the dms y'all know books. you can just slide in my dms regardless i always <laughs> yeah. entertain with dm <laughs> we, we talk about life these <laughs> dms are wide open ladies and, and uh, directors, I guess. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just gender. leave it as directors. Yeah, yeah. Just regardless of gender, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Uh, with that being said, uh, I'm John Dennis. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at John Dennis Radio. That's J-O-N Dennis Radio. Uh, I think I mentioned it before. Uh, Somewhat Sports on uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter at Somewhat Sports. Just like that. No spaces, nothing like that. No underscores. Um, Somewhat Sports at gmail.com if you want to get in contact with us. And uh, oh yeah, I guess we we could plug John even if he's not here. Right? Oh, you already know. Definitely shout he's, my boy out. He's on uh, on Instagram, no Twitter, unfortunately for mm-hmm. for John Williams, but on Instagram always JL Williams five. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the number five, not five, spelled out. And um, other than that, please uh, rate, review, and subscribe. It means the absolute world to us. And who knows, maybe we can get uh, featured in you know one of these podcast hosting you know networks uh, like featured podcast of the day, but only if people. Uh, rate and review and help they us. see people like us yeah exactly please help us the podcast whispers <laughs> <laughs> please help us are you trapped somewhere that's what it sounds like <laughs> right? technically i am i'm yeah. in this room by myself so i am trapped all right <laughs> fair enough all right thank you so much for listening to another episode of somewhat sports episode 27 have a great week we'll catch you next week peace <laughs>